Hi, I'm Stage and Stage's Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to The Hamilcast. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> friends. Welcome back to the Hamilcast. I'm Jillian and this is Mike Moyes' third episode. Mike Moyes is Hamilton's assistant conductor and if you haven't listened to his first two episodes, go back and listen because honestly you missed so much. I mean, not to trigger the FOMO or anything, but so many musical gems and stories from the pit and hilarious tangents and all the things. Like there's a Chris Jackson story that starts in Marshalls and ends on a golf course. I'm not kidding. But here's the thing. Mike is an actual musical genius, so his episodes are super fun and energetic, but they're also incredibly educational, which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is pretty much every episode of this podcast, which is amazing. I can't believe I get to say that. It's crazy. Anyway, so yeah, go back and catch up first because episode number 162 with Mike Moy starts right this second. Let's go. Okay, so you have two more things that you want to talk about. Two, two more things. Okay. Um, number one, uh, on a two-show day, mm-hmm. which is basically always Wednesday and Saturday, here's the thing. Ewan You and Morton the King. You and Morton the King. KG3. KG motherfucking three. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he is a gamer until the cows come home. Yes. Like the Scottish cows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like there's a difference. Like. <laughs> Cows in, in Scotland versus cows in America. They're different for some Well, reason. I feel like they're different. Yeah, it's so funny because by the time your episodes come out, the Ewan episodes oh, they're gonna will be have like been back out, to back. But now I'm in the middle of editing, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> you have to go back and edit. Gonna be, I don't know what he said. I don't know what episode no, he is going to be, it, what he said. But look, I love Ewan Morton so hard. And it's, we. I, yeah. As do I. And we talked about Yahtzee and Kimmy and how. Oh, so you already know about the Yahtzee of it all. Yeah, and that how you guys play Scrabble, you and Holly and. He told you about that. Yeah. Oh. And he invited me, and I don't. I. I don't think. Well, I'm shit. Well, to then go. why did he? So okay. Well, I was playing Yahtzee with him last week and telling him that I was coming on to the Hamilcast. Oh. And he was like. Mike, you better tell them about, and, and I'm not going to try to pretend to do it. I was going to say, that Scottish like accent. A, that's, a, that's, that's not like at all anti- what he sounds like. But he was very much like, you better fucking talk about how we uh, <laughs> play Yahtzee and Scrabble. Yeah. And, and so you can ask Holly and you, and like, I am notoriously the worst at that game. I have one game where I won. And this is after we, we played a few and established the fact that I am horrible at vocabulary and... The game of Scrabble, <laughs> but Ian's a gamer, so he keeps it like very meticulously. Um, oh, so there's like a like a, oh, there's a, a scoreboard and, and yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh yeah, so that scoreboard or scorecard of the game that I won oh. exists now in the pit. <gasps> of course, you're gonna it's, save it. It's hanging. <laughs> you gotta laminate. If you are it. ever at the Rogers. <laughs> Go into the pit and you will see a- I can't go into the pit. What are you, crazy? I can never. No, are you kidding me? I wouldn't- Listen, you know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. (laughs) So like- that that knows a guy actually like we're four times. Oh God, past never, it. never, you, ever. You're, you're golden. The pit. Oh please. But so I have. There's like, uh, you know, it was one of those games where like I got the K and I got the Q and it was just like Ooh. you you had the right letters at the right time and could always just make a word with it. Okay. And and I actually crushed this shit out. If of you them. have the Q, don't isn't like Q I a word? Q I is a word. Yeah. Key. We've allowed ourselves to just check if it's a word before we play it. Oh. 
Which changes the game as far as I knew the game to be. If you guys all agree on what the well, rules are, here's the thing: is like cheating. we've never had a conversation about it. It's always just been like, all right, well, you, I'll, it seem you know, like you guys all agreed on house rules. Listen, I'm the I'm the worst one of the three, so I'm <laughs> down to do whatever they think works. <laughs> well, but here's the thing: uh, at the end of the day, that's the best way to spend in between the show. Yeah. Are you kidding? Listen, he's the best. He's uh, the best. I, I enjoy him very much, <laughs> um, and I do enjoy like our little game. Here's yeah. the thing: more, more importantly, yeah, I feel like no one plays games anymore. I I come from a family that plays games in general, like people yeah. as a whole. Did you have a game night growing up, or like a it was game cards? Like- it, cards. Oh, yeah, no, I love playing cards. What kind of card games do you play? play a bunch of card games i play what kind of cards games? well actually when mike and i were in uh maine uh-huh. and we were visiting mike's friend luke and his girlfriend isa taught us this game because she's filipino it's called pusoy dos and it's with four people and we're kind you're like i can't explain it right now because <laughs> again i'm a learn by doing person sure and we played it a bunch during the weekend and it's so fun it's like you're trying to get um you're trying to get uh what does she call it you're trying to get like a trend where it's like if someone plays doubles you have to play doubles or better than that or something sure, sure, sure. but i like games like that where everyone is kind of in in the know kind ian, of you know ian came in with a game like that it was called shithead a very simple game to get but there's like you know with that every game it's just like you can understand the initial how you play the game but then mm-hmm. there's strategic and then you learn, and then like four rounds later yeah you're like you oh no there, there's it. more to it than what you yeah. told me <laughs> Um, yeah. So like yeah, shithead doesn't really mean shit, does it? <laughs> and then Ian's like, well, you know, our house rules from back when yeah, I've been yeah, playing yeah. it for exactly, seven years. Exactly. <laughs> Is that really exactly. what happened? <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, but the the you know that was that was our initiation to us playing games. Come to find out, he and I are very similar minded. And then going back to the competitive of it all, yeah, he likes to play games and likes an occasional trip out to the casino where hey. just like. You know, trying to win some money. Hey, you never know. Whatever. Um, um, well, when Mike and I were in Vegas, and listeners, I've told the story a zillion times, but when we were in Vegas to hang out with the Philip tour, uh-huh. the Philip company, and just to be in Vegas, um, Alex was very excited that we were there. And out of nowhere, I just get a text from him that's like, put it all on black. And so we were like walking through a casino and I was like, I have like 50, 50 bucks in chips. I'm going to put it all on, whatever. We doubled it. Are you serious? And I was like, look, the oh man my. has good ideas. Are you serious? When he tells you to oh put my it God. on whatever and you double it. I love it. That's when it's time to go home. Also, I was really good at craps randomly, but it's it's beginner's no, luck. That's my game. Mm, if I were to be in a casino, that's my game. Really? Yeah. I like the uh, adrenaline rush of. Of just not knowing what well, the fuck's gonna happen. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. but well, yes, but no, but also <laughs> That's like, like Yahtzee, it, it's the throwing of the dice. If you win, <laughs> it, it's better than not winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a that's a good theme. Wait, before we get to the Patreon peeps, real quick. Yes. Um, we were gonna talk about softball. You said yes. so. You're in the the what is it? The Broadway League. It's the Broadway League. Yeah. I played outfield until this year when our shortstop went down with an injury because he was in a different league that he plays for. Like, solid, solid athlete. Um, he, I forget what his injury was, but I think it was a knee injury. Oh, no. Yeah, so he was done for the year. So that kind of left us with 
our team that still existed and I was still there, but I kind of just stepped up and played shortstop. Mm-hmm. It's just like a fill in. Did they not know that you are a pitcher who was scouted by? They know I was a pitcher. And they scouted. They, they, yeah. Some know, some don't. I don't okay. it's, not, it's not a, I, I said it for this purpose but like it's not something i go around Guess saying what, next like season? listen it's it's a part of my life that i don't well, have anymore got around they said yeah insane, oh man. shit that's what the, that's, that's what's gonna happen by next season so perfect they're gonna um, be like oh, why didn't you yeah say well the, the cat got out of the bag here didn't it <laughs> um is it so fun so it's like it, you guys Here's play in central thing. park you play we play in central park quote, every thursday a, like against other broadway shows yeah other shows and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so our first year we were close to the finals last year. We were also close to the finals. Listen, honest, honest to God, I, I don't even care if we, if we win a championship, obviously like that's the goal. And the fact that I get to just go to central park on Thursday and play softball with a bunch of people I work with. And like, here's the thing. When I moved to New York, I moved here by myself. Mm-hmm. My two friends were cam and uh, Kion, mm-hmm. rewind the episode. All of y'all listeners, like those are my two closest friends, and really like only friends, people I went to school with and knew in Berkeley. Um, so otherwise, like there are moments like this where you get to make friendships, and that's awesome. Yeah, uh, and, and and so like lucky to have that, and that, that caters to my own personal like competitive issue that has been swept into the closet. Yeah. It's also a chance to just like hang out with people outside of the show, which is so much fun. Yeah. And, and also like, let's compete and let's try and win a championship. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Hats off to Sandy and Justin. Sandy Paradise. Sandy Paradise. Yes. Like, get, have you had her on? Uh, she, or like, if you touch. haven't, like, she yeah. was down in, uh, uh, in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah, I know. We yep. talked about it. Okay, she great. Is, I love she's, it. She's, Coming um, soon, you guys. And also no, no Justin spoilers, and but. Justin Rathburn, who is the other coach and 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 steps in and plays it at second, third base, whatever it is. Uh just just the whole thing. Everything about it is perfect. I mean, there's nothing better than like try and hit a ball as far as you can to if you if hey. you if you have low uh, steam to blow off. Yeah. Let's just try and hit the ball as far as we can. Hey. 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 <laughs> I want to hit the ball as far as I can. Hey! Hey, Mike. Is it Patreon time? Yeah, I was going to say, I love, yes, I love that. I did my homework. I know. All right. Are you ready to take some questions? I'm stoked to. Yeah? Let's do it. Patreon peeps, wonder powers, activate. (laughs) Perfect. If I were Shockwave, this would be much more impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Patreon peeps. Dear Alexander. Anna wants to know if you were around during Kurt's birthday present, the well-reputed mm, farmer, mm-hmm. and she would like to know what you wrote or what you did. I aired on the side of the mashup world, so I, uh, oh, I mean, because king of the mashups, like we were saying before. Well, and that's, that, exactly, and um, going back to like when I was in school and, and, and writing music, do I write music, is like, not really, but if you give me confinements, right. like, I can, you know, write you within the confines. Yeah. Uh, so my, I, I can't, re- I can't recall what I 
came up with, nor can I remember what key it was in because don't forget, everybody had their own key that we did a song in. Well, but I, what, she's not asking you to play it. She's yeah, no, uh, well, and, and, and I cannot. <laughs> um, but I can say that m- my intention for it was to be mashup related. Got it. Um, so I did that. I did actually text Lack at some point um, because me being me, I actually tried to play all of them unsuccessfully so to this day but um i texted lack and was like can you play the one that you wrote because <laughs> it's like it's super challenging it's like can he? what did he say uh he said like when he was writing it he could fake his way through it but he never really sat down to shed it oh, shed it shed it meaning which is like its own term uh-huh. um uh we we call it going to the woodshed woodshop kind of situation mm-hmm. which means you're just like in there working something out i guess it, in the woodwork terms i mean it's like you're just hammering away uh-huh. but that's you know yeah, musically no. speaking it's like you're just trying to learn something so i mean according to what he said like he he couldn't just like sit down and play it for you right the shit he wrote was nuts yeah <laughs> so you did a mashup I did a mashup. A mashup yes. kind of thing. I tried to, you know, pay homage to what Kurt was doing and mm. what he taught me yeah. about the mashup world. Yeah. Cassie is asking, do you do similar choreo <laughs> oh, God. to Kurt and Alex when you're uh, conducting, such as bobbing your head or eye contact? Or Because well, I was talking to Kurt about yes, how watching yes, him yes, conduct, yes. he, oh, ma- he makes all these moves. So do you of have... Course. So, um, yeah, here, I mean, here's the thing is I learned the show literally from... The Alex Lackamore. Uh-huh. Um, so I still have to this day, the, the 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 version of the show that I learned the show to when I was learning to conduct was, you know, the way, the way that it works is I'll get the conductor video, which is what anybody that like you might be playing uh, viola or mm-hmm. violin one or percussion or like any part in the band, um, there is a video of the conductor. So that's what I was given to learn from. And so I basically learn from, you know, and, 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 and with that, you have the audio of the whole band playing the show, plus the click, plus mm-hmm. the audio of the um, actor singing the show. You have all of it with a click. So basically, I took that and this was the, you know, other part of after the fact being asked to conduct the show. Again, go psycho and just be buried in my room, just like figuring out what's going on so all of the moves even till this day there are still some that have been you know kurt has figured out a better way to do it and i've adapted that there are still some moves that i do that are very like they are because of alex lackamore is that's how he did it in the beginning well do you do things also like you know kurt saying like i was i was telling him when he was over where it's like you know um Alex saying like I have to leave and like Kurt does like the slow tear finger yeah, like yeah. bye so, bye would I see you do some you would kind know of you would know the moments that I'm having <laughs> yeah. and and you would understand them and and love it yes um, you know I I like to think that Kurt Ian and I generally speaking do the same show as far as like what you're seeing on the camera mm-hmm. um, it depends on who's in so like all the way from London damn in Reynolds pamphlet <laughs> yeah and so that's a moment during the like specifically on damn where you look at the cellist and that's because of Anja <laughs> our cellist that's so awesome well but that like that's the thing and so yeah. like, part of being a sub is learning those moments yeah oh it's my god it's very much like 
I, I had a few extra sessions that where I like went and sat at the pit and just watched the book, the book being the key one book. And it was like past the point of I had learned the choreography of it all of like, you know, am I conducting? Am I playing? Am I doing both at the same time? Whatever the case may be. And then it was more so like there is a living, breathing thing that exists down here during the show that most people don't get to experience. Pretty much nobody gets to experience, actually. And that's not to say that on any given night, they expect to like look up at damn and see your the whoever's conducting. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. That's just in their DNA of like, okay, damn, look up. Yeah. Have a moment. So I spent like a couple extra sessions just like sitting in the pit watching that specifically, trying to be like, all right. You guys have a thing that exists, and I want to make sure that I kind of know what's going on. So to answer the question, yes and no, uh, it's very much like, but also you create your own version of that. Right. I'm or sure, or new things. I'm sure if I saw you and because I was like telling Kurt things that he didn't know that he did. So sure, I'm sure, sure, if sure. I was like in ALC spaceship or whatever in in any way where I could see you when you were conducting. I'm sure yeah. you're doing things that you don't even know that you're doing. Yeah. I have I have one in particular. Um, <laughs> uh, when when Burr during the end of um, when Burr goes why if not to take deadly aim you know why M C A. And so there was this one point where e, I, th- I think it was Ian conducting and I was down playing key two and he said, why if not to take the, and I just heard why you guys, I know not a visual medium, but when you're saying why your hands are already, you, they're already kind of, well, ready it's just to like, why, M. like what's going on? Why M? Yeah. I so mean- I, it, it became like a full on, <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and y'all can't see this, but mm. it's like, if you're doing the YMCA, like that's exactly yeah. what it became. Like when your hands are outstretched and you're like, why? Yeah. It just makes sense to go to yeah. the Yeah. I mean, there are so many moments of that, that there, there, there's one moment in uh, quiet uptown that happened. This is very bizarre and and random, but Robin, our incredible guitarist, yes. we get through the first chorus, I think, and and he comes in with like a it's an arpeggiated version of the chords that are going on. What is arpeggiated? So I'm sorry. Arpeggiated means like uh you know if I were to play a chord, right? It's that's your chord. If I were to arpeggiate the chord, ar- arpeggiate the chord, it's uh you know you, you're gonna play the notes. Individually, I see, but the chord still exists underneath the notes that you're playing. Does that mm, make sense? Kind of. <laughs> no, I can hear it. I can. So I, I, I hear. We- yes. So th- that's arpeggiated. Is where, where like the chord still is this right, and then it goes to this, but arpeggiated means. And and so we have a moment where. Uh, I, there was a point, I think it was during a music brush up that Lack was there and was asking him about a particular moment, which was this moment. And it, listen, Robin McIntyre is <laughs> one of the best guitarists, if not the best guitarist I've ever gotten to play with, um, period. Like the best. And also just the best human being. Yeah, please come. Try and, yeah, yeah, come yeah. Hang, please, please come. Like get him on here yes. as well. Like. Oh my God. Do you know that after every musician I have, after we rap, we talk about this, this like I like a fantasy situation where like all the musicians come oh, and have this you like gigantic the whole podcast. Band? I know. Oh my god. That's the dream. Oh my god. I know. 
Let's like yeah. it, it could be a year out, but like let's just yeah. Try to make the that, idea of like let's plant talking, some seeds. Yes, to talking Getting to everyone weeds, individually and then Hamilton's talking to you guys needs. together. Should we can, we? can we do it? <laughs> it yeah. must be nice. <laughs> it, w- it, it would be, be nice, nice to have the whole Hamilton band on your room. side. It, it must, must be nice. nice. It must be nice. Yes, um, but so we we have a moment that I it, we kind of created for ourselves, which was um, I think there was a point where Lack had written something on the guitar that was it, it was something along the lines of like it plays through the beat every time. So I'm doing it horribly right now, but it just like constantly plays throughout. Technically speaking, mm. it's difficult to play. From a fundamental standpoint, difficult to play on the guitar. And Lack can do it, obviously. Um, and and so can Robin, by the way. But there was a moment where what was written became a, a, a question of, is this playable? Can you play this? Yes, you can play this. Great. Let's continue on with life. Um, and there's more to it that I, I don't know. I missed part of the conversation, but so I'm, I'm surmising. But... Um, we always have a moment where he and I look at each other and we do a, a, some synopsis of either a, a high five dap up, if you will. Um, sometimes I'll give like the invisible microscope where I'm yeah. like, you know, looking through the telescope thing at his music. And like, are you going to play those extra notes? <laughs> it, it, like, it's just, it's a thing that exists and ooh, ooh, doing the curtain. Curting it. Uh, but so uh, that's just another moment of one of those moments. Yeah. So Dania and Catherine have kind of a two-part question. I think we, we handled, we spoke about some of it, but Dania is asking what piece from the show do you feel is the hardest to direct or conduct and or play? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a two-fold question. And then Catherine is jumping on and saying, why is it hard to play and or direct? And then how do you tackle that in daily practice? Sure. Well, conducting, and, and you've already gotten this answer before, I know, because I've listened to the podcast, oh, okay. the finale of the show. Mm. It really is. Uh, I actually like at one point when I was sitting on rehearsals, Ian was there for one of those days and he was talking with Kurt and they were kind of going over things that were notes for Ian, I think. So they were talking about one in particular thing, which is that if you are to cue into the camera, there is a little bit of a lag between where you give a downbeat versus where it's played and percepted as, you know, seeing it in the video monitor. So that is to say, if I had to give you like a one, two, three, boom, right? What that would look like in the camera and sound like, and I'll, I'll count one, two, three again, but I'll play where I would actually think that's going to actually be played by the rest of the band. Okay. So one, two, three. Okay. Because there's a slight delay yeah. between what, you see in the monitor versus what you're actually doing up there with the camera on you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be sensitive enough to 
know that there's it's not going to necessarily be perfectly in time. Two, three, four, boom. Not necessarily always the case. Um, and that's kind of the foundation for a lot of all of the downbeat of all of it that happened. And I just like heard that conversation very early on when I was like, you know, shadowing Kurt and then Ian was around as well. But I saw them interact about it and I was like, oh, okay, I think that's a thing. I should put that in my little, you know, feather yeah. back pocket and revisit that later. <laughs> so that's part of it. Um, so that uh, hardest part to conduct is definitely the end of the show. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if, if you're lucky, you have the same a, a, as a subconductor, you don't have the same Eliza every night. So yeah. they all have their own different intentions and ways that they deliver the last few lines, which is totally fine and amazing. But for us as conductors, like we still, you know, our job is to just make sure that everyone down below is in tune with what we're doing. And, you know, we are the liaison between the band and on stage. So that is to say, uh, how's it go? I don't know, but it's only a matter of time. Like those are the last four beats that you have to yeah. really hit and they're hard. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your, but what's your favorite? Uh, as far as conducting one moment that I really love just because the, the, like the physical move of it all is really gratifying when it all just like lines up together what? is the winter's ball transition <gasps> into helpless. Really? Yeah. But also even before that you have, so like, um, uh, do, 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 do. right. So yeah, lady, uh, lady, there are so many to flower ladies. There are so many to, 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 to. this one right here. Like lining that whole that that whole sequence up from there until oh. is it a question of if Bert or which one? Hey, lining that hey. whole yeah. Hey, indeed. <laughs> what do we have in common? We're reliable with the ladies. Washington named her feral tomcat after him. That's true. Is it a question of if Burr or which one? Hey. 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 That for me is one of the most gratifying moments in the show to conduct just only for like yeah, a personal reason of wanting to line it all up and just make it Competing be as tight against as, yourself again. Yeah. 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 It all comes back. Um, uh, there's another one that's at the end of the show, but then, so there's a moment where you're just, you're playing one handedly mm -hmm. and conducting the world was wide enough for both Hamilton and me. And then you just you just straight out conduct. Um, but it's a moment where you're playing one handedly and you're playing chords that I'm lucky enough to have big hands. So mm -hmm. 
certain things in the show are easier for me to get around with as far as playing uh-huh. just because my hands are bigger. So I can I can play that chord without I – I don't need two hands to do that. Um, so that's a, you know, a cheat that I have. Yeah. Maria is asking, if you could have dinner with any famous composer in history, Holy who would shit. you choose and why? <gasps> oh, man. Do they have to be alive? No. She just says Amy. Leonard Bernstein, period. <laughs> So while I was at school, um, there were a number of liberal arts courses that you had to take and and also other music courses that you had to take that were like music history related. Mm-hmm. And it was very much just like time period related. And somehow I always found myself coming back to Bernstein. And I don't know why, but my God, that guy was just the most interesting human being ever yeah and the more i kind of it is like kind of like i listen to all the podcasts that have happened and i'm like i feel like i know you yeah yeah well yeah when you walked in we had like this we had a moment it was like like, yeah i feel like we're best friends but like (laughs) we've never met before we've never spoken a word together yeah um hey dms count dms do count (laughs) but here's the thing like that guy Oh, I learned, I, I made him the crux of so many different instances, um, academically speaking, that I learned so much about him and he was the most interesting person. I, I, I oh my God. It's just like, <laughs> I regret being as old as I am or as young as I am rather. Um, I want to have been a person that was up in Connecticut taking a master class from him or like, you know, whatever chance I could have gotten to know him, even just at a very like, hi, my name is Mike and you're Leonard. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I wish that could have happened. He has had such an influence on my life there. And there, there are more people that I can also say the same for like Soundheim, uh, unspeakable. Like I, like no words. Um, you know, someone like Lynn even like, but he's a living legend and yeah. I'm, I get to work with him. So like, thank God. <laughs> but I, you know, Bernstein was someone that I came across probably when I was like 17, 18. And then I'll never forget. There was a guy by the name of Joel who was in, I forget what show he was, but this is going back to theater by the sea. And he played something's coming for a cabaret. <gasps> Something's coming, something good If I can wait Something's coming, I don't know what it is But it is gonna be great With a click, with a shock Phone will jingle, door will knock Open the latch Something's coming, don't know when But it soon catch the moon One-handed catch And, and he Whoa. was like, do you know this music? And I was like, no. But he just brought it to me. And like every Thursday after the show was when we would do rehearsal for the cabaret. So Thursday night, we'll get in together at the at cabaret room and we'll play we'll play through whatever the, the song is that they're going to do for the weekend. Um, 
and then like I'll make sense of it all the next day. But you know, it's just like start read the music and let them do their thing, and great, everything's fine. He put it the best way. He's like, you don't know who he is. I was like, no, not really. He's like, well, you need to know who he is. He's important. And 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 he was one of the few folks that had worked on Broadway that come into a situation like that. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a place like uh, a theater by the sea are lucky to get, you know, two or three people per show that are currently working on Broadway outside of just like what they're normally doing. I took that to heart and took that to school with me. And that guy is, you know, you can go back to the, the Black Panthers. He was involved with that. His entire, his personal life was confusing and and most people don't know what that was about or, or what he was about um there are letters that he wrote to his wife that were you know, misleading and and confusing and just it, it, there's there's so much more next levelness going on there that you know on a surface level like you don't really need to know because like you just know his product of what he put out West Side Story, I mean, like, you wrote the fucking score, and it's gorgeous and beautiful and perfect. That score is perfect. Yeah. Um, I have the vinyl right next the, to you. Are you see- That's what's in there right now? Oh. That is, by itself, enough for me to, if I could create something like that and call it a career, I'd be happy. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? It's perfect. It's kind of like a Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's easy to say that. After the fact, like he wrote it so many years ago and I got wind of it when I was what, 18, 19 years old. But oh my God, it's perfection. And I, I will say this only so that I hope that anyone that's listening to me rambling about all of this, um, I hope that you all listen to this. There is a video of Leonard Bernstein conducting a pickup orchestra. And a pickup orchestra means that in, in New York City terms, um, you are hiring, you have a contractor and you hire XYZ. I need eight violin ones, eight violin twos, eight violas five cellos, a whole brass section, whatever, you know, it's not like you're calling the New York Phil to play this session. You're calling random people that are good at what they do and some guy knows all of you. They did that and he conducts West Side Story at the podium for the first time. He didn't do it when it was being put up as a show. This is the first time it happened. And oh my God, it's you all need to see it. Can we go? Uh, would you mind, Pepe, Pepecito? Would you mind doing from 92 again? Oh. Stand by. I'll tell you, let's do two bars before that, which means 90. 
and still the sky is... You know, you get to a moment. My favorite moment of this um, is when he's back in the the booth and he's got his, you know, what what I guess you would consider to be your associates. Um, and, you know, they're the people in charge of like doing the legwork of like making sure that this mic is set at this placement and that they're playing at a certain level. And, you know, everyone's done their homework. Mm-hmm. And, and there was someone that didn't do their homework according to him, in his words. He said these. Um, and he's up there smoking. This like back in the day when you can just smoke a cigarette in the in the booth. Wherever. He's, or they're, they're listening back to a take of uh, at the gym. Right? They're at the gym. No bass at all. Don't you care, you guys? There's um, very often too much bass sax a lot of the time. I'm not in the tutti. And it should be heard. They're very loud instruments. Does that mean we have to remake it? Like, the most savage thing you could possibly say ever. Oh, my God. That's your answer, uh, I guess. um, Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. I didn't even see this entire lower level of finals. (laughs) And now I just feel like I insulted myself. No, oh my God, please. <laughs> Are you kidding? Mike Moyes, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Thank you. I really appreciate this. This was actually like the most awesome thing <laughs> I've done in the longest while oh, ever. Oh, well, thank you. That um, really means the world to me. Well, it means the world to me to be invited onto this thing. And uh, just thank you. Oh, thank you. I mean, you finally followed me back. And that's the reason I... I, I know. <laughs> No, literally, I was like, "Oh my god!" The minute you followed me back, you no, I, I, I that that you. that is the way. Like, uh, <laughs> listen, everybody, the way that this really happened is, I was, I, I think, I was listening to one of Kurt's more recent episodes, and I was like, you know, I don't actually follow. And by the way, I'm really bad with just like social media in general of like following and follow backs and all that nonsense. Oh, great. Cause I was going to, well, but well, we wrap, if, I was going to be like, did I just shit hey, on Mike, what you were going to say? No, 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 no. I was just going to say, where can they find you? Well, I'll, I'll tell you where you can find me, but <laughs> I I'm bad with social media, like to an nth degree, but I'm finally, I was like, you know, uh, I'm going to, follow jillian on the instagrams oh well, thanks and then i did and like literally before the night was over yeah i because had i'd heard you slid so, into the dms into and the it was DMs. like hey and it was kind of, like, kind of like finally well I know, hey I'm what's sorry. up i'm just bad with social media it's okay it's i'm just i'm busting your chops as they oh, say you can bust my chops <laughs> I'm, just, I'm i'm giving you the reels of the reels it's just like i i'm not a social media person okay i have my little like yeah, you know, I I cooked a thing and maybe I decided to oh, take yeah, a picture you, of it. You do you uh, you post a like, lot of things about the food that you cook. That's the extent of my Instagram. Like yeah. I'm not. Mm. What it's Mike Is that it? 
I don't even like that's how bad I am. I it, I should find out before we sign off. Like it's Mike what, Moise. You, you know what it is? Yeah. Okay. M O I S E. M O I S E. And you only have the Instagram. Only have the Instagram. Well, we're gonna take a selfie. Yes, we are. Continue singing what we were singing. Like uh, we, we're gonna do like a little high school musical, and maybe like we, last we could five do like years. we could do we can <laughs> yeah, we, we've got some stuff to do. We have some stuff to we have some hanging to do. Mm-hmm. I would like to say thank you, and this is awesome. <laughs> Everything that you've created is awesome, and I've gotten to listen to like many iterations of this podcast oh, before thanks. I came here, and 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 before like this was all before the initial uh, Instagram of it all mm-hmm. of of the. You sliding, sliding into, into the, into DMs. the DMs. And no, it was just when it happened, I was like, oh my God. I told it my really I, fast. I told my room it did happen real fast. I was like, uh, I told I'm my roommate I was like, available this Monday and you oh were like, I'll be God. there. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like, uh, we're gonna have to wait till after the Super Bowl and mm. You guys, listeners, thank you so so much for listening. I love you so much. Yeah. Peeps, thank you, of course, as always. Um, I'll talk to you so soon. I am G Pen. I'm M dot Yes. Thank you. This is awesome. (laughs) Oh my God. is brought to you by my love of the thing TM and my complete lack of chill please join me in raising all the glasses to Sir Alex Lackamore for generously making my intro music and this custom Yorktown arrangement that I will never ever get over thank you thank you thank you to become a Patreon peep and get the chance to ask questions to guests, get tons of behind-the-scenes access, and join the best, kindest, and most welcoming corner of the internet, go to patreon.com slash thehamilcast. I love you guys. Thank you. Hashtag Team No Chill. I'm at the Hamilcast on all social media, and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Residuals is my web series with my husband, Mike. You know Mike. And can be found at theresiduals.tv. True Crime Obsessed is my true crime comedy podcast with my podcast soulmate and Broadway royalty, Patrick Hines of Theater People and Broadway Backstory fame. Thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me. To the revolution! revolution.